Kippers take two. <laughs> Welcome back in to the Real Kipper and Bourne Show, our national edition. We are live on Sportsnet, Sportsnet 650 in Vancouver, and Sportsnet 960 in Calgary. This hour of Real Kipper and Bourne brought to you by Bet365. Sammy, the rest of the country want to know if you're oh, okay Well, on the Otani no, watch. Proofy's still okay. Are There's you no okay? Camera. The yeah. good news is that we didn't do that nationally at least yeah the bad hour yeah. the bad hour yeah. the nightmare hour <laughs> the nightmare hour was not was... and i will say i think there's not like the like i think vancouver kind of has a bit of a non-cheer for the jays kind of no, thing no 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 i grew up in bc big still, jays, all jays big jays vibes. Okay. oh yeah yeah I, okay. I think i think it's really truly they don't tie that in with the leafs Canada's team. Tie in with no, the Leafs? no. It, I mean, it's ne- there's never really been another baseball team outside of the Expo, so okay. it's actually the closest team. Okay, okay. Yeah. just making sure. Yeah. Didn't know if that was a thing. No, Bye. Good. So we're we're in the we've been so far off of Stanley Cup. We we cheer for anybody that's still around. <laughs> any sport, any Canadian in team. May and June. Not true. Not Sam. Not you. No. <laughs> okay. Like I've said many times. We're talking about the rest of the country, it's like they're like really nice people. We're but referring to Otani. I'm talking about the nice didn't realize. I, I'm sure that. All the people in Vancouver would just be rooting so hard for the Toronto Maple Leafs <laughs> in the Stanley Cup They're final. His team. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Like, the only, like I've said a so, million times, the only way I want it back in Toronto, in Canada, is down Young Street. We're, we're gonna we're gonna grab uh, PJ Stock uh, in a few moments, but before that, do you buy any into that conspiracy theory that like there's no way Major League Baseball would ever allow Otani to come no. to Canada? No, no, but I do buy the theory that you need leverage in a negotiation to get an extra 100 mil and yeah. if Canada's willing I, to provide I, I, it I, I do believe I do believe that it would be horrible for ESPN why what? they're playing in the American League East they're, they're playing against the Yankees and the Red Sox buddy, buddy, all the listen, time you, and the you, Eastern time zone you got the Dodgers at at on Sunday night baseball or you got the Jays on yeah, Sunday winning night the baseball division it's for a the different straight time it's a, with hey, it's a different vibe I'm telling nah. you nah. TNT didn't even want to do the outdoor game between Calgary and Edmonton. Didn't right. even want to do it. I think baseball's a different animal. I think that they, I think. It's a thing. Okay. It's and a it's, thing. And I had to write, read every article from every American guy being like, oh, wow. Thank God he didn't go up to that igloo place. Like, yeah. you know, it's like it drove me nuts. That part of it drove me nuts. Yeah. With people being like, this is better for the game. It's like, like I said in our other hour. The Toronto Blue Jays viewership dominates higher any, per game than any other major any league other team. major league team yeah. dominates more eyeballs every single night. And does Major League Baseball care which side of the border they're on? I yeah, sponsors yeah. do. And I guess they would prefer Otani to play against the New York Yankees once a year as opposed to eighteen times a year, All or right. against the Red Sox at Bo- in Boston eighteen times a year. Like those are the two yeah. marquee markets. Anyways, I'm I'm not over it. Extremely, extremely not over it. Sam has said he's going to the first Otani game in Toronto, uh, buying the best seat he can in full booze. Yes. Coming for, he's got a lot of show hate over here. Oh, a lot of show hate. Yeah. There's also a tremendous spike, eh, of tickets. Yeah. In a very small window. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, people were, were going to buy tickets, uh, Blue Jay tickets. Ahead of time. Trying to get out ahead yes. of it. Yes. And when, Mm-hmm. The odds were really close for him coming. I think the tickets were that you could normally get for sixty or seventy-five dollars were one hundred and fifty. Well, it's going to be fascinating to see how the Jays pivot because they just spent three hundred million on the lower bowl Renos. Mm-hmm. 
And I'll, I'll say, like, the first time in my life I had talks with friends of mine, like, are we going to get a package? Like, you know, like, you know, are we going to go, like, in on a flex pack or whatever? Can I present to you Matt Chapman? <laughs> yeah, but they need to present someone, yeah. right? So it'll be interesting Well, to see it's a good they... thing you quit drinking because uh, you don't have to debate whether you're going to pay for a 60-buck <laughs> beer or right. not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can get a yeah, $32 iced tea instead. Uh, we got P.J. Stock, former uh, NHL player, tough guy. Going to tell us that the Habs don't suck? Think so? I don't know. Well, I put it in there because they don't suck. They're ahead of Kyle Dubas' Penguins. <laughs> That's there's, a good thing there, for you. There's some issues going on in Pittsburgh. We'll get to uh, uh, a little later on in the show, too, because Kyle met with the media. Mm-hmm. I was listening through it while you guys were talking to Hickey there. I was trying to cut some of it. It's just so Kyle dubas It's there's not a like It's not really newsworthy. No. No. Oh, I think him coming out. Yeah. And talking about his head coach yeah. is very newsworthy. Okay. In what the way? Fa- the fact that he's doing it. In what way? Yeah. Uh, drawing attention to it for is one. someone asked him about it, though? Was it? It was the question. Re- regardless, you have to know that it's coming. And you just go, I'm not talking about Mike Sullivan. No, he Mike did. Sullivan. He did. Yeah, yeah. And Which, that, but you think he should have just, like, moved on from the question. Uh, I think he's put a timeline on <gasps> his job. Because wasn't he to start the season, he said something about, like, never get rid of Sullivan. He's Mike Sullivan. Anyway. Okay, as promised, P.J. Stock for his second appearance. Yeah, we're talking about Dubas, so what, P.J.? On the real Kipper (laughs) and Bourne show. You guys bring me on. I get all excited. I comb my hair. I uh, talk about, you know, the Ryan Reeves stuff. Two seconds later, he's not playing again. He pulled him out of the lineup. And then no more calls. But you guys, just, <laughs> you guys are like, and, and now that the Leafs have passed the Canadians, you're like, ha, ha, ha. We can call them back up and get them back on the line. So All right, thanks for having me on, guys. Let's start with the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, not bad season so far with everybody considering uh, a bottom feeder team. Uh, game off of 500. What's the vibe in Montreal? The vibe is great. I mean, the problem is in Canada, we put the expectations so high, especially in Montreal and, you know, Toronto. The the difference is Montreal is supposed to be bad. And they're actually, I don't want to say they're they're trying to be bad, but the organization understands that this is not just a one-year get a a first overall pick and maybe not the strongest draft year ever, and things are just going to turn around. It's a process. It's building pillars. It's starting from the the ground up and it's going to, you know, they have to get rid of a lot of bod contracts, bring in a lot of new guys, teach them how to win and build a foundation. And I think the problem is everyone just expects them to win right away. And they expected Slavkovsky to come in and be the next coming of God because he was drafted first overall. And it's taken him a little bit to, to get going, but you know, he's not, it wasn't a Connor Bedard. He wasn't a Sidney Crosby or it wasn't that type of a draft, but where he is in his process, where the Canadians are in their process and where the expectations are, you know, normally I, I like to come out swinging and I've been really calm this year. I, I understand completely what the process is, where they are, what they're trying to do. Uh, and you know what? They're considering everything. They lost the probably number two centerman, number one centerman. Uh, they lose some big defensemen off the get-go. They're on a couple points behind Toronto, who's at the salary cap. It's supposed <laughs> to be in the Stanley Cup final. Montreal is supposed to be one of the bottom teams in the league. And there are a couple, like you said, what are we, five points behind the 
beliefs. I mean, it's all beautiful in La Belle Province right now. I'm more <laughs> worried about what's going on in Toronto. You guys didn't get, you know, we're missing a baseball player. Leafs are struggling. Don't rub <laughs> it in, PJ. Having just, a tough time saying. here. Sammy's having a tough time, okay? It um, is pretty crazy. They, oh, they broke it down. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I think it was Sportsnet. You guys had added on today. I think it was uh, his play per game, per inning, per per day, per minute. They compared it to, I think, uh, McKinnon's. And how much he gets like a dollar forty four or something silly per second. Like I, yeah, we're really rooting for him to hit 262 with 11 home runs next year. So. <laughs> that would be really Such helpful. a mean panel here. I know. Um, oh, PJ, you mentioned Slavkovsky. Does yeah. it give you any sort of, I don't want to say hope, like it's so terrible or anything, but seeing what's happening with uh, Byfield in L.A., like a big guy sure. started slow, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, the lights come on. Even uh, Lafreniere is like, I don't know, he's almost got 10 goals this year. He looks really good, too. Take some time Tage for Thompson? some guys. Tage Thompson? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you for know, big they're, guys. They're, yeah. They're big. Because it's different for um, Slavkovsky because, first of all, he never really played a physical game. Uh, he's, he put, and he played on a bigger ice surface. And, and like, everyone's like, he's the first overall pick, but he had 10 points last year in Finland. He, and he played in the, the finish league. He didn't right, play in. Right. So bigger ice with no hitting and a lot of, as you know, the – the, the way they defend over there is kind of mirroring uh, and there's a lot more space. And I think now he's such a big guy and the space closes on him so quickly. And there's no, like he runs into corners quickly. He almost looks like, you know, I'm, I'm lost a little. He's starting to fall. We're at what game 60, I think for him, you know, he's not even a year in everyone, you know, Hughes is probably might be the MVP of the league this year. And he's almost you know, on pace for what Hughes had his first year, a uh, Jack Hughes that is. So, you know, it's, it's a process. I think what, isn't necessarily helping him a ton is the the people around him. You know, I, I think obviously you, you're picked first because you finished on the worst team in the league and they have some veterans around him, but the organization, uh, Kent Hughes has been trying to get rid of some of the older contracts and uh, Bergevin had and trying to bring in some newer guys, some younger guys and build it up. So I think there's a lot put on him because there's a lot of insulation around him. Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield are the two guys making a lot of money. They can be better. You know, I know they're young as well, and they're part of the young nucleus. But you know, Savkovsky's on that line, and there's, you know, I know you're the the the, the brains, the guy beside you. Kipper is not, but at, you know, the advanced stats, puck battles. He's won the most by a mile in the last little while for the Montreal Canadiens, and that's just starting to understand how big he is, where he is on the ice, how to use his weight, which he never really had to, and he's not a year in, so it's not even a year of experience yet, um, and it's hard when you're your team's trailing all the time and you try and do stuff and the pressure's on you. And there's a lot of media in both these towns that we know all across Canada that the first pick they're expecting, you know, this, and they're not getting that right now. So it, it's been a little tough on him, but he's been, he's been pretty good. He's the last few games. Um, he's been, he's had flashes, flashes of, I'm going to say not brilliance, but trajectory. How many times do I have to tell you I'm the muscle in this group here? On the, on the brawn. We're an orchestra. I can't all play tuba. Hey, uh, yeah, no, so, I know. You're the Lux Kipper. So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Caulfield's got twice as many games as uh, Slavkovsky. And he's on pace for 20 goals, and he's making now big money here. That's yeah. easily acceptable now in Montreal? Well, again, I think that's where, 
you know, I, I think a little bit of of his situation is that if you break him down, he's he's a specialist and he's specialist in shooting. Three and on three. Three on three is actually it's funny because they're you know I, I hate when we do this but we all we all do he's got oh, a new Canadians record for the most overtime goals and you know well they play three on three now with no no touchy no whatever and you know they, they were, we used to play overtime it was, was five on five and it was pretty much rugby and then I went to four on four and this is you know but yeah he set some records he's great with open space the problem is for his situation no one is drawing people away from him his checking to let him get open so you know if again i'm just picking on that line because it's the only thing really to talk a lot about is Slavkovsky, nick suzuki and cole caulfield you know nick suzuki has to beat his coverage for someone else to help out and then that's what we saw last year now cole caulfield's open and that's where he makes you know suzuki so great at those quick passes those quick looks but if he doesn't beat his body everyone's just you know space man to man and slavkovsky's been a little bit better at, at beating guys out of the corner but he's got to get you know more eager to drive to the net right now he beats the guy and he's like oh where's where's caulfield i got to get him the puck i got to get him the puck so you know, everyone could be a little bit better. I think the catalyst of that line is Nick. And Nick Nick knows that he's a real good player. It's frustrating, you know, losing and losing and signing a big contract. And people want you to do more. And if you shut down that line, you have a good chance to shut down the Habs. So a lot of teams are putting all their, you know, a lot of their players against their shutdown guys against that big line. And then you're down by two. Before you know it, you're just playing on talk you're trying to catch up yeah pj i want to get your thoughts on like a trend from the nhl right now i think you're you're a good guy to weigh in on this you know baron got hit from behind by i think it was robert yeah. robinson on winnipeg we saw cousins grease good branson who went back at him the other day we saw brodine get hit from behind by kane a lot of these d-men going back on pucks numbers showing who do you put it on what do you make of guys kind of you know getting these boarding these hit from behind plays that seem to be happening with increasing frequency the game's going that way and anyone that's we've all known that if we want to eliminate the physicality there's still going to be some people that are physical in the game mm-hmm. and i really thought the cousins one was really bad i did too. Uh, if, if cabranson isn't so big and so strong that could be broken neck that could be it's not like where he kind of turned into it, where some people at the last second turn into it. He was full blowing going down and going to move it with with following the boards. And, oh, his body just like and I, I, think it, just, I think his skates left the ice at yeah, one it, point. It could never have been a clean hit. There's no chance no. for it to be one. He launched and, his whole body into launched. it. Launched. And you know what? I think I'm going years back to Steve Downey throwing a hit like that and getting twenty. Not not the same idea. But the intent to injure, there's no intent to separate from the puck on that play. There's intent to, to which I get, I understand, because we want that from a four-checker, but there's also within the limitations of the game. I, if Gabranson gets more of a penalty than what Cousins gets, I, I think we're totally missing the point here. Mm-hmm. Like, that is 
one is you know you're going to get your ass kicked because what you just did. And the refs aren't going to give it to you. Well, I'm going to give it to you. And that's the problem with the game. The refs in, in football, they come in and, you know, basketball, you look the wrong way, you get a tee. Hockey, we, we get away with a little bit more. And I think there's a way over 82 games. Suspending a guy for two games or fining him $5,000 for an incident like that is a joke. That it's It's really, it's, you could really hurt someone because of the body check. The Gumbranson thing is a retaliation to the body check, which I understand um, it's not legal. He gets a penalty. I'm totally fine with that penalty. Um, but the, what he was going to get versus what his potentially, sorry, what Cousins was going to get, which he knew was kind of coming, compared to what Gumbranson could have happened to him on that play, um, I, I think it's a it's a it's something the league really has to identify. And I'm two-game suspension? What's two games over 82? Like, you got to suspend guys for – it should be – and the problem is no one really knows what a suspension is. And I know George, Barros, and the guys, they, they, they're they on both sides of the fence. They want to not over-penalize guys. But but you got to give – that. that's a dirty play yeah. that can really hurt someone. And I'm – I'm I, if that was five games or eight games or – I'd have – if it was ten games, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I, I have a problem with Branson getting penalized and getting suspended. If he got two, five, ten, and if he got a fine, I'd have no problem with that. We're talking to PJ Stock, former National Hockey League player. Uh, I'm, I've been a fan of Nick Cousins. I, I love the way. I thought you were going to say me. Yeah, I thought you, you were going to say me. He says continue. that off air. You too. He yeah. plays the game hard, but yes. if you're going to if you're going to go with that hard, you can't turtle. Well, I I'm will sorry, say, you just can't, and and, and think you're going to get any respect. But it did remind me a little bit, and I hate to you know call this Bertuzzi? up, but uh, yeah, Bertuzzi on yeah. more chasing the guy, yeah. you throw him down on top of him, and you throw some punches, and that's you know the way the more one worked out was so terrible, but it had the same look where you maybe just have to fight the guy and take your lunch. I, I, I the difference is uh, I just it's the guy that hit you. Like that's the only the guy that you ran over. Sure. Whereas Bertuzzi was coming back that's a good defending Naslin and no one really yep. knows how that's gonna and he had already fought in the game. Um yeah. Right. He, well Cousins been great. He's been great for them and uh I, I'm not saying him the person, yep. I'm saying him the act. And there's been you just mentioned Borney, you mentioned three of them in the last week. In the last week. But I was kind of wondering, Peach, if you wouldn't go the way that, like, at some point also going back on pucks. I thought the good Branson one was different. I thought he's going back on a puck and making a play. Barron, I didn't think, protected himself super well, nor did I think Brodine protected himself super well. And I guess my thought is just, like, your numbers aren't to force field, and you have Mm -hmm. to at some point anticipate that the guy may hit you and protect yourself a little bit, which doesn't seem to happen as much either. Good Branson, to me, was separate from that conversation, though. Uh, I do... I, uh, I'm going to reference Torts, John Tortorella, um, because was it a week ago or two weeks ago, he brought up, you know, you know, and this is, I've been saying this, my kids went into hockey and contact hockey and it's, it's not so much, or my kids driving for perfect example, as much as it's teaching them how to drive, it's teaching them how to be aware of everybody else on the road as well. And that's the thing on the ice right now. We put the onus on the hitter. Like, I, sorry, I'm coming in and I'm going to turn my back and, like, you can't hit me. That's kind of what you're... Yeah, you're, you're not putting, supposed to hit me. You're not supposed to... Yeah, like, but you, you shouldn't hit me. You're, but it's... you're. Why are you putting yourself in that position 
in the first place. Because when I was a little kid, I had a little stop sign on it. (laughs) And I'm just showing you the stop sign. Can't hit me. And that's where it started. And I played with Big Joe Thornton. And Big Joe Thornton could get away with it because he was six foot four, 240 pounds. And Yager did that, would turn his big butt to us. But the game's too fast. You can't hold up anymore. And I was scared that if I hit Yager too hard, that someone was going to rip my head off. Um, First of all, the joke there is that I was on the ice with Yager, but it was actually one time down low. I, I, I have him in the corner. He does that exact same thing. So I slash him as hard as I can over the back of the, of his two legs. And then I cross checked him on his big arse and my stick broke in half. And he just turned around at me and looked at me. He had the biggest, you know, uh, back and back padding and my, the ultra light stick just breaks in half. And I'm like, now what do I do? Um, but he was, <laughs> too many guys do that. And with the speed of the game now, no more defense can't interfere with their partner. Goalies limited to come out to where they can play the puck. Um, you want the speed. The league wants the speed. You like the speed. You know, you want the, you can pretty much get the 200 feet like that now. And you have two guys flying down and the onus is on the defenseman to a, I can't get it. Let him get it. Then smoke him. But you can't put yourself in a position to get hit. Sorry. You can put yourself in a position to get hit. But put put yourself in a position where you are okay with getting it. Like that's the one thing. The safe if your two feet are facing the boards, that's not good. Like I, I don't want to bring up an older name, but Brad Bertuzzi. Chris Chalios played a hundred years in the National Hockey League, and everyone wanted to kill him. He never went into a corner without his head looking fifteen different ways. Stick up, get down, and if he has to eat the hit puck, he just kept it in his feet, jumps up, and gets smoked. And then play carries on. It's too fast today. I think a lot of the young guys don't protect themselves properly and put the onus on the person that's hitting them. And it's it's unfortunate because we're we're going to see some injuries if this continues because the last week has been pretty tough. And I Cousins playing great, no on him, but his play is what the league has to eliminate from our game. Another scary incident uh, we saw. Larkin? Yeah, Larkin yeah. knocked yeah. unconscious uh, in a battle in front of the net. Uh, Matthew Joseph, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And uh, Perron retaliating. We'll have an in-person hearing. Well, a Zoom call. Nobody really goes in person anymore. He's got oh, really? He's five plus. Five plus for sure. But, but it is pretty I, bad. Okay. Hold on. The Larkin thing I've watched a hundred times from every angle. And I, I don't know how he got knocked out. Same. Like I'm. Did it not look like Corey? any other Just type of battle in front of the net that would. If 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 Larkin, sure. if Larkin gets up, you we would not have been thinking twice about what just happened in front of the net. Correct? Not right. a two minute. Not a, I don't think there's no. I know he didn't. Yes. but if he did, it's uncommon of any other battle in front of the net Agreed. that we've seen. Agreed. Okay. I, and whew. so one, I'm talking about the hit on Cousins, which is. The intent is there. You can understand how he gets caught up in the action, and it's kind of a hockey play that goes completely wrong and should, should be suspendable. Um, the Joseph play, we both... Sorry, the Gabranson thing is retaliatory. Could, you know, Bertuzzi... Not Bertuzzi, could, well, not could Bertuzzi, but could uh, McSorley Brashear him if you wanted to. Jumps him, mano mano, like you guys says. We're putting the onus on Cousins for not sticking back up. I understand that part of it. The Perron cross-check to the face, 
is can't go there. You're you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I can't, like, can't, I, can't, can't, can't. As much that. as I'm mad yeah. at the cousin yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah, I, I, I could really I could use no... a punch there, right? A good punch yeah, to the head. Huh, sucker him. He the guy knows it's coming. He just does not know he's about to get two stick cross checked into the face. Yeah, like this is that was on Zoob. It was just like, hey, whoever's in my way is, yeah, you know. So again, now the precedent comes out of this is, what if there's no call on it? Let's say it's two games. What's going to prevent someone doing something to somebody else and getting a two-game one just before the playoffs? Hypothetically, what what stops me from doing that to McKinnon? You're saying. I, I, like, Two is not I'm nearly saying, enough. No, no, no. That is that a two hundred cross check to the face. Yeah. The game is try to eliminate every hit to the head, anyways, which we totally all understand. We're eliminating fighting. We get all that. Mm-hmm. This is a deliberate retaliation with intent to hurt, which is not to the body. It's to the head, which is with because of all the sciences. We're trying to eliminate all the blunt shots to the head. This is a two handed stick to the face. I'm reminded of the no Matthews way. on Darlene one, which yes. kind of skipped off a shoulder pad and was not Bad. half as egregious as the Perron one here. They were right beside each other. This is tr- distance traveled, right? So yeah. an instigator in a fight is a lot of times not necessarily dropping our gloves at the same time, but before each other is the distance traveled to the person. Like if I skate all the way to Toronto right now where Kipper is, I wouldn't go near Kipper. I would go near either of you. So someone weaker in your studio, I'd go to that person. <laughs> yeah. and, I'd be and, full cousins turtle shell over here <laughs> if you show up. <laughs> so it's that's part of the instigators. So, I mean – that's going to be added to this as well. I really do think the distance traveled, look down, see your buddy happen. Perron really didn't, wasn't sure what happened and then just got up and cross-checked the wrong guy, which is, uh, I don't know how they do not make this. The problem is we don't have a menu, but if this is not 10 games, I'm I'm very I, – the problem is we need the injury. This is the problem with a lot of these penalties. It's, I agree like, with that, that it shouldn't be judged on that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a, ma- it's a Pre- big factor. Yeah. It's a terrible factor. They, 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 then they try to guess the intent. And if he, you know, hypothetically, what's his name, has a broken jaw. Is it six games? Is it eight? Is it 15? Why isn't it 20? Like I, we, the intent is you took your stick and cross-checked the guy in the face because your buddy's on the ground. Mm-hmm. It's, it's minimum X. Now, if he's hurt, if this is X, we're adding to it. Yeah. I, 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 we don't, if, if this is a, I just can't be a, I know it's in person, but if it's Zoom, does that count as in person? But oh no, you just wave your rights know, to go in. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's they got a, they got a. Our game's been so great. It's been a little guys. Got, I came in all positive. I started off with the positivity. No, it's good. It's, we we get this a lot from our guests that we pull them down. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're doing great. I was doing so well. Okay. All right. What's you, going on, in Toronto? You good? Uh, Tavares. Going after 1,000 points in the island. In the island. On. Yeah, big night. In. On. I uh, I was thinking about this. Here's a little nugget for you guys in Toronto to fool around with. Ooh, we like what, nuggets. Yeah, about, well, they haven't signed T- Stamkos yet in in Tampa. Toronto hasn't signed Nylander. Oh, I see what you're doing here. Toronto, doing. Stamkos has already made all of his money. Is he happy to come home and... Retire? Or does, like everybody else? 
like everyone else at the tail end of their career? Or Del Boca, Toronto? And Nylander can take less, go play on a kind of a winning team where he's not always the focal point of the media for not being great. So are you trading them or having them sign as UFAs after the summer? I figure flipping UFAs, but there's no way... Toronto can let this slot. There's no way they can let him go without sign, like or sign and trade or whatever it is. There's there's got to be something there. That's just um, not happening before March. Well, I can assure well, you. Well, then they lose him for nothing. Like you're you, you're losing Nylander. Yeah, both, but 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 if you teams... but to your point though, if you wanted to to sign Stamkos at six and a half or seven million, you're just you're just using the cap space and it's like a trade anyways. So what's the difference? Just wait. Just well, wait. I'm just throwing this. I just want you guys. I, I, I'm, we we appreciate you, you throwing. Show. What if they both sign I'm giving the Dodgers, you guys a though. show. <laughs> is, that, is that a problem? <laughs> you should throw for the Dodgers. <laughs> like, I actually, I, I'm not a good thrower. I'm not. Like, I used to break, be able to bring the That's heat a, a little, but I can't. And I'm the pop-up king. <laughs> well, pop well, up never... on our show anytime, bud. All right, buddy. You guys are great. Appreciate it, PJ. Okay, PJ. Ciao, guys. PJ Stock. Always the delightful and entertaining PJ Stock. Good takes on Stock Talk. Stamco 750K next year in Toronto. I like that idea. From- <laughs> PJ. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's time. It's time, you know, just a little earlier than the other guys when he's still got some. Time to come home. And he can, your and, dreams. And he can rectify the the uh, Canadian tire fiasco. Everybody wants to. Can we can you get the Jason Spezza contract? Yay. Why? Stammer. I tell you, Stammer you comes here, Jason he will Spezza? get the Canadian tire sponsor. Why in God's green earth would he come to Toronto? He lives in Tampa where he's like, you know, it's just. Where he did it once already. He did it once. He said, in my prime of my career. Staying down here to your point. Yeah. Son, I got no taxes. I got one reporter to deal with. What do you think Otani's yearly taxes are (laughs) in California? What's that? What do you think Otani's yearly taxes are in California? They're not that. Oh, California's brutal. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. It's not that much different from Ontario. Like, Ontario's, I think, 62 now, 62%. Won't someone please pray for Otani? I hope he's okay. He only, you know, he, he might lose a little bit of that seven hundred million dollars, which, by the way, is nine hundred forty-nine million Canadian dollars. Game time, game time. It's game time. Presented by Bet Three Six Five. Visit the app for the latest odds and find out why it's never ordinary. Bet Three Six Five must be nineteen plus, Ontario only. Please play responsibly. Now, I had to go here for the the same game parlay that I'm doing for tonight. The Leafs win, and John Tavares gets two points. Pays plus three fifty. Do you believe that it happens this evening? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. That's a clean sweep. Yeah. That means it's not happening. He, <laughs> he, he, he he's streaky. Yeah, he can he can end up with and just three tonight. Got to be super motivated tonight. Like Mitch knows what's on the line. He's the you know the best setup guy going. Yeah, I would imagine that. But the, you know, the something this team has done in years past is not been there for him well <laughs> they've had Island. some bad performances there for sure but they get guilty of like overfeeding for yeah. somewhat meaningless uh records like do you remember for the mitch marner's point streak 
the, oh, yeah. the circus when there was the empty net and they were like giving it to the puck and he was like trying to get it up there and he like missed. And remember that? Yes, yeah. I do. They, they have a tendency to really overfeed you these kind of things. Might be okay to look for Tavares a lot. Fun fact about him. He has one power play goal this year through 24 games. Last year, he had 18 He's power play one? goals. One power play goal. 18 last year. If so. there was one knock on the Leafs Saturday night, it was their power play. Yeah. They got the one. They, uh, last Matthews month, got a, got, had a 120-foot uh, two-on-one, which is not, That's not, a, power it's not a power play goal yeah. per se. Mm-hmm. It's technically a power play goal, but it's not a, a setup. Yeah, they, it's, not, been... it's not an, a Tampa Bay Lightning ding, 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 no. ding, ding, yeah. ding in the net power play. Pinball. They've been scuffling on the PP of late. A little, little bit little predictable. Yes. For, uh, for the last little bit. but uh, And the other one I had tonight for game time, uh, Kipper's be- beloved Coyotes are playing tonight against the, uh, I think against the, sorry, the Sabres. My computer is frozen here. They are plus 105. Got a little little value on the on the Arizona Coyotes. I know Kipper will be watching. It's his favorite team. Yeah. Kerfoot to get a goal. But loves yeah, loves Kerf, loves the, the Yotes. Yeah, big just, Mullet Arena guy. Uh, yeah. Love regular season Kerfoot. <laughs> I'm good on him. I uh, I do not. So that's uh, my other one for tonight. The Coyotes uh, against the Sabers. I got the Coyotes as a survivor pick on Wednesday. I think they're pretty decent. This Coyotes team. Okay. In the bad West. Okay. Uh, it was as game time presented by Bet365. Visit the app for the latest odds and find out why it's never ordinary. Bet365 must be 19 plus. Ontario only. Please play responsibly. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, uh, a few other news and notes, including maybe a conversation on a shift in best team in Canada in the last two weeks. Has there been one? Yes, no, there's me. been a shift. Tell me after the break. I will tell you after the break. More real Kipper and Bourne after these words. Covering the Raptors in depth like no one else. The Raptor Show with Will Lou. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, just before we went to break, I kind of teed up a little bit of a look back on the weekend and Canadian NHL clubs. For the most part, I think a lot of Canadian teams should be fairly happy. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's a bit of a shift on uh, where do we start with who's, who's the team to beat in Canada right now? Because we all had... Edmonton <laughs> for dead. Yeah. At American Thanksgiving. And all they've done is, uh, what, seven in a row. Okay. The only thing I feel stupider about than the Shohei show is how much I buried Edmonton. <laughs> yeah. They uh, won seven in a row and suddenly are. Calvin Pickard, his first win in two years, 26 saves. Even he's in on it now. Yeah. I, you know, Did I, New Jersey touch the puck in that game? I was like, looking they're at... unbelievable right now. I don't know what's yeah. wrong with him. I was looking nice. at the standings, and I was like, you know, the Oilers are currently, I don't know, how many points? 11 points behind the Canucks or something like that. And I was like, it's not over. You know, like, that's not them being a wild card team. Edmonton, I mean, is not a lock. They could be better than that still. So, But there are three teams, Kip, in a cluster. Yeah, 12 in, points back, Kip. Uh, by points yeah. percentage. Oh, uh, yeah. Three in a row. It's uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, 667. Canucks, 661. Jets, 654. Yeah, yeah. and... 
we'd be the first ones to admit that we just don't give Winnipeg enough no. airtime on this show. They need way more love than they had. Uh, they won four in a row now again. What we have not mentioned yet is the devastating knee on knee mm-hmm. with uh, Connor. And was it Strom? Kyle Connor going down with Ryan Stone. Strom. Strom, Strom yeah. sorry. And did you did you did you see it? Did you? Didn't look to me like there was an ex, uh, a dirty extension. No. And this is not. Listen, I'm it's, not. Ryan Strom too. I've watched not. Ryan Strom every Ryan Strom game he's ever played, but I've watched him long enough to go. Ah, it's not typical of that guy yeah. going to search out, uh, taking knees out. I I find it hard to watch any knee on knee. I think it's one of the most. It makes me queasy every knee on knee. I no, hate I, knee on knees. I will tell you something that I'd almost have anything done to me outside of a the knees are the scariest for really? me yeah, oh, yeah. I, 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 I would if, if i knew someone went after my knees i would go squirrely yeah for sure and it's just i i think it's hard for them not, not to look incredibly greasy to me like I, I it's it's the nhl it's the fastest league in the world and he's trying to make body contact with the guy and he just missed and his knees there and it's like yeah. i don't think it's i don't think it was maybe on purpose but I think it uh, doesn't matter if you're his teammate. Like, that's just, you you're gonna you want to kill the guy. And Especially crazy, with Connor. too, is, you know, Connor is two points off the league lead in goals right now. 17-goal season. Jets have won four games in a yeah. row. They're, they're at the top of the Central Division right now. And, yeah, Colorado. Yeah, humming. And, you know, I think they're fifth in the NHL or sixth in goals against. Like, they, they're locking it down. They're playing well, and things are going well. But they need all their pieces there. He's kind of one of their, like, you know, game breakers. And that's a massive blow. Yeah. Winnipeg. But I, 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 we had buried them a few times. I remember last year. I'm taking it Kip is putting them as the best team in Canada. Is that what we're doing? Uh, Edmonton, I, right for, now, Edmonton. Yeah. No, I mean, no, no one's hotter than Edmonton right now. And like, I don't know. I mean, how much, you can't talk enough about Connor McDavid's like lateral movement. The freak. And the then go, I don't know who he passed, and then he stuffs it. Off the post. He's like behind the net when he scores. One of the best goals you'll ever see. He's the most talented person ever to play hockey. It I cannot believe that. Insanity. The, it's not like Vel- the puck's not Velcroed to a stick. That's the only way it could stay that close to him when you're yeah. moving your hands that well, fast. Well, there was someone, you know, like there's lots of really fast guys in the league. Like McDavid doesn't win the fastest skater by three seconds every year for a reason. There's a lot of guys who hum. And I remember, I forget who it was. I think it was like Gregor on the Leafs. And I was like, God, if he could just handle the puck. You're like, if you handle the puck at that speed, you're McDavid. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's why, you know, McDavid's such an absolute so, phenomenon. Since November 24th against Washington, McDavid's point totals in these games, 4, 5, 3, 1, 3, 2, 2. <laughs> that's hard to figure out why they're winning so many games now. Yeah, he is now... Seventh in league scoring. The, the one thing he was that on I, page four at one point. Yeah, the one thing that it, it looks like at least is that Edmonton looks patient enough, and even the Leafs Saturday night had a, a little bit of this as well, a lot of it, where you don't have to go toe to toe every shift. If guys can just hold the fort a little bit, yeah. and you just wait it out, eventually it will fall towards your better players to find that one shift, that one game-breaking shift. And that's all you got to do is just wait it out. And, you know, Evan Bouchard, who was so bad 
like a month ago. A couple now defensive plays. It's just yeah. like stay quiet until you put yourself in a position where you can shoot a puck. Just well, and yeah, and God, shoot the puck. I mean, what is he in terms of points for defensemen? He's almost I think he's, 30 points. Yeah, he's way up there. So, yeah, he's third in the league among defensemen, 28 yeah. points. You know, it's just McCarr and yeah. Hughes ahead of him at this That's, point. Uh, One ahead that, of that, Hedman. That, that whole thing with Evan Bouchard now is probably a guy like Paul Coffey working with him now, what, three weeks, four weeks? Like, you're so good at this. If we can get your, you okay over here. Pick your spots. Yeah. Just don't. Just keep your powder dry until we... The game will present you with opportunities. That's you right. don't have to make them out of nothing. And that's that, to me, looks like that's Paul Coffey yeah. now getting him to take a deep breath. Well, that's, I mean, not many better guys from to lean on. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, he's, yeah. With Paul Coffey, if you're having Bouchard and Paul Coffey's like, hey... Listen to me. tiny skates and didn't tie them up tight. No, it's a, it is a unique <laughs> is that true? Thing. Yeah, It's a coffee thing, right? Didn't Paul Coffee? Yeah. Yeah, like two sizes too small. Yeah, and too. like barely what? tied them up. Yeah. Oh, you could. Yeah, he always wears skates smaller. Why? <laughs> than his regular shoes. Do you I have Do you have a reason for that? I got nothing for you, pal. That's insane to me. Just, also, I mean, it's hard no to doubt socks. it. I think he's a no sock guy too. I have you guys no socks. No, I mean, I've done it. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. When I, I forgot to put my socks in the laundry bag. <laughs> yeah, not on purpose. I, I'm going to tell you, I like it. I don't do it very often, but it's, it does feel It's just really gross. It wasn't good for the leather. No. Oh, it's not good for the leather? <laughs> well, just teams buying them. You're going through a pair every two weeks. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, what was that sc- uh, stat you told me about uh, JT Miller oh, Saturday? Uh, let me pull it up for Fastest you. Fastest to 40 points? Yeah, fastest to 40 points. Yeah, Tony Tanti. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I watched. Bless you. I watched Tony Tanti <laughs> play junior hockey when I was a kid. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was like uh, I don't know what he scored eighty one goals one year. You know what's funny? I always get him Scary mixed number. up with Tony Twist because of the <laughs> <laughs> not their hands. Yeah, I guess very different type of player. Very different yeah. hands. In eighty eighty one with the Oshawa Generals, he had one hundred and fifty points in sixty seven games with eighty one goals kept. 81. Yeah. Yeah, I was right. There I remember go. that number. Followed her up with a down year, 62 the next. So a uh, bit of a down year for Tony. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the Canucks, they've come back down to earth a little bit here. But they had a good win against Carolina, who's struggling on Saturday night. Watched a lot of that game. Um, Miller scored a nice goal in that game. But this is why an awesome start. It's like you can just play okay. fi- You can play just above 500 hockey for the rest of the year. And you're like, you got a playoff spot. So... It's inconceivable that the Canucks could miss the playoffs to me now. They're, there's just no one in that division. Like, even if the Oilers caught them, like, they're so far into the wild card, they're fine. Yeah. Canucks are coming. Yeah, so what, what do you make of the Hurricanes? They're not, four they're, straight losses. Four straight They are firmly out of a playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. Just can't get a save. Dead last in the NHL and even strength save percentage. Um, but still shocking. You know what's crazy, though, is if you look at, like, analytics last, stuff. Eh? That, that's not going to help. No. But they have the puck all the time. They play at the other end. Like, all the possession numbers, everything. Like, they're a top team. So they're the same team with terrible goaltending. No, and Freddie Anderson was so good for them, yeah. you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's got a bit of a theory on, like, Tom Dundon's the owner there, and we know he does things differently there, and he doesn't want to spend a dime more than he has to. Mm-hmm. And who's happy and who's not happy? Who needs a contract? Who doesn't have one? Is this about the and I don't know. 
I don't know if it's, I don't know if that brings people together or not. Mm-hmm. They don't look like a very close team. I, I got to tell you, I have an irrational I, dislike for them. I, I don't know. There's something I, about them. That I, I, guess I, don't want, I don't root for them. I get, Sam, that there's issues too. Every team has to make those tough decisions. Yeah. But Do you mean the coach? Like, oh, he needs a new contract too. Yeah. But players too, you're thinking? Just, I'm thinking everybody, yeah. Yeah, yeah everybody. Yeah, so. it could be. It's funny, this like contract stuff. Like um, I'm looking at uh, Kuzmenko in Vancouver. Guy scored 40 goals for them last year, 39, but 40 goals. Mm-hmm. Like that's unbelievable. You think they've had a change of heart on him? You think they could? He's making 5.5, right? Like all of a sudden he gets paid. You think he'd be more content to what you're talking about and that hasn't seemed God, to be. With scoring still at a premium, they could think, easily move that. You think they get value? You're... Oh, yeah. I think there would be a lot of value in that. Yeah, I guess this year and next, five and a half million for a guy with that sort of... Depends on... It's funny, though, because they wouldn't... Uh, Rutherford wouldn't commit to him. They asked him about, like, you know, what are you going to do with him? And he basically said, we're not going to lock ourselves into a plan. Certainly nothing long-term. So maybe they are open to trading him. A um, couple of quick things before we go here. I'm looking at the Eastern Conference standings. And the first three teams... And you can go first uh, four of the first five out of the playoffs to me are pretty surprising. Look at Tampa on points percentage out of the playoffs, yeah. minus seven goal differential. The New Jersey Devils, who everyone kind of expected to have a really good year again, follow up last year. They're, yeah. they're behind them, minus three. And Carolina behind them even. And then the Penguins behind the Haps. Like those are, and you look at the, the Metro division, Philadelphia is now firmly in second place in that division. Washington's up there still. They have a plus 10 Philadelphia. They just beat Colorado. It's a weird year right now. So Very, very, very weird. Parody, baby. Just, uh, we did mention this earlier in the show, that Kyle Dubas met with the media today. Mm-hmm. And there's this guy who does nothing without having some motive. Uh, it. Everything's great. <laughs> so a couple of quotes here included... Um, on his coach, Mike Sullivan. I'm certain that Sully's the best person to help us. Sully. And I'm going to give my players and coaching staff as much time as possible. Ooh. He, mentioned all-star, he mentioned all-star break as time to fully assess. That's February 3rd, I believe, which is seven weeks away. Is that him putting Sullivan on notice that he's got till then to turn this around? It's funny. That, like, that's what it sounds like to me. Could you imagine first year he fires Sullivan? Yeah, it's crazy. 40 games in? That that would be really shocking. So 50 by th- that They have not scored a power play goal in a month. <laughs> They're over 37. That's and, really uh, bad. And 29th in zone entries on the power play. So they got three or four Hall of Famers, and they can't, can't get, get past the and, opposing and first block. According to somebody that told me this today, no media for Kyle this weekend. So Kyle's in coming to Toronto, Toronto. Yep. for the first time. It, the Leafs have already played there. Yep. There might have been one or two shots of, of him in the stands, but that would have probably had to do with more a Pittsburgh kind of camera or coverage. But it, coming to Hockey Night in Canada, you know it would be a huge story. He but he wants bottle. nothing to do with any interviews or that, nothing. He like, should hold up his plus six goal differential and be like, we're not that bad. Look at the stats. So what, what is that? Just sour grapes on on it, the way everything parted? That I'm not, I'm not 
turning myself into a storyline for you? I don't know, but in a way he is, right? Here we are talking about the fact that he won't even answer to some me, questions. To me, you know, you you were the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs for, what was it, five, six years? Yeah. Your first trip back? You might want to say a couple things. I mean, like, I don't, listen, you're probably not going to say anything newsworthy. Like, you know, these interviews, we always give them a hard time. There's not a lot said. But just do something. Otherwise, it looks like you're hiding from it or you're whatever. And the, the part just, that pisses me off the most. It's a little immature. For sure. I would agree with if that. If they were leading the Metro, they were 10 games above 500, you better believe he's coming on the shows. Taking right? out billboards. <laughs> so I just thought that was interesting when I got that told to me today that he's doing nothing. So right. I don't know. I, I mean, maybe people don't care about that. Maybe like the general listener, maybe that's too I, inside baseball. Clearly, though, he's clearly unhappy with how he was portrayed on the way out the door in Toronto. Well, yeah. So don't do any interviews so. and it'll get better. <laughs> Not a good solution. Yeah. So you tried to uh, drown out your Otani uh, woes with a lot of NFL? Oh, yeah. I was real happy with the Buffalo Bills outcome. I tell you, I watch so much NFL. But I have a new appreciation of how bad, like, the whisker of the offside is in the NHL that NFL had a taste of it in Kansas City with the toe over the line, the scrimmage line that had no bearing on anything. That's so, you think, okay, so you're on Mahomes' side here? It's offside. I am. I am. Mahomes wow. Saying, Mahomes saying the words. It was barely offside. No, 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 barely, no. Well, go, then you're go admitting watch, it was offside. Go watch any game, and I can guarantee no you that way. there's a lineman's hand that's over you the line. You couldn't see the ball, There's a toe Kipper. over the line. This happens all the time. If you're going to call that, you got to get them right. And listen, I'm a Bills fan, so I'm happy about the outcome. But you can't pick that one when everybody else is over the line by a whisker, too, and not call it. No. I can't, have, I can't go there. No, 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 Mah- no. I lost a ton of respect for Mahomes. No. That was embarrassing. There was no bearing. No it bearing. It was a toe. It was it a did, toe. It didn't have help that one of the coolest plays Just in NFL it history happened then. right yeah. after. Hey, same thing with the NFL. Call it then. Call they it all 11, the time. 11 times this year. the NFL. They called it 11 times this year. NHL's offside call. It's coming. All right. Just like that, our thanks. Thomas Hickey, New York Islanders, and P.J. Stock. We're back again tomorrow. Once again, on The Real Kipper and Born Show. Give us a rating and review if you get a chance. We'd love to hear from you.